Welcome to According to Callus. This is episode 253. It is September the 2nd. And we have a five for Friday. And I'm going to do five Ps. Not to be confused with the seven Ps or six Ps, depending on how you learned it. Those of you who are in sports or in the military will probably know what I'm referring to. So, number one, protect your children. What do I mean? Well, if you haven't been paying attention, we have, I guess, five near local school districts that have considerable issues. So if you're continuing to allow your children to attend those government schools and you're not involved, perhaps you are the problem. Perhaps you ought to reconsider your priorities. You should prioritize your children by protecting your children. Just saying. And there's three options here, I guess. You know, you've got homeschool, private school, or some kind of co-op. For those of you that can't afford private school or can't spend the time for a full-on homeschool. There are lots of options. We need to be working together. We need to come up with practical solutions to allow people a better option for their young kids. Now, look, if you don't think there's a problem, if you're not worried about it, that's okay. Feel free to disagree with me. Feel free to send yourself or set yourself up for disappointment with the output of the government propaganda, propaganda camps, otherwise known as minimum security prisons. I mean, schools. All right. Number two, pick your battles. Now, this is a big issue we have within you know, the Patriot or the Liberty community, every time we turn around, there's another outrage. There's another problem. There's something that needs to be dealt with. And what do we do about it? Well, there is a good question for you. You should not try and fix everything. You should not try and do everything. You should not be involved with everything. Right now, my wife is probably in the other room having her ears ring because she has told me on more than one occasion, not everything's your responsibility, Stephen. You don't have to bear the weight of the entire world. Not everything has to be your problem, Stephen. Well, she's right. I know this, but if she did not remind me, fairly common occurrence in my house, if she did not remind me, that might create other problems. (laughs) You've got to know your limitations, and one of the ways that you can determine what your limitations are, are by picking your battles. Only get involved when you have skin in the game. Quite frankly, I enjoy communicating to the McKinney School Board that, hey, uh, you guys aren't even following your own rules. Hey, you guys are violating protections that people have under the Constitution, both at the federal level and state level. Oh, and by the way, y'all work for us. Now, I don't have any kids or grandkids in the McKinney ISD. However, I live in McKinney and I am a taxpayer. So that gives me standing. It gives me interest. And quite frankly, I'm a little concerned about the little skulls full of mush that they're going to be turning out here as the years go by, because clearly they seem to be less concerned about educating our children and more concerned about programming them. Oh, and by the way, our formerly A-rated school district, which dropped down to a B school district, is now even lower as a B school district, just so you know. But again, 
I can't do everything. I can't be everywhere. There are other people stepping up to fight that battle. And I look forward to, in the coming weeks, interviewing some of those people that have decided to step into the arena and run for political office as school board members. We'll see how that plays out. Hey, and while you're at it, if some of you would feel so inclined to step up and run for, I don't know, in the McKinney City Council, please reach out to me. You can find my phone number on my website, on my social media, and quite frankly, on this podcast. I'd love to chat with you, and I can perhaps give you some additional information that might, might help you make a better decision for you personally. Again, picking your battles. Number three, P, plan to protest. What does that mean? That means you should never go to a protest without a plan. You've got to know what are my limits? What am I willing to stand for or do while I am there? How long can I stay? Where am I going to go? What is acceptable or tolerable interference? I.e. you're there and you have no protection from the local police because either they were sent home, they didn't consider concern themselves with the situation, or quite frankly, they're helping the counter-protesters. You never know these days. Patriots are the problem, or so we're told. Your liberty matters not because you're going to interfere with somebody's pension. Hey, so you plan. Then, while you're protesting, you hold your tongue. You don't say stupid things. You don't do stupid things. You don't discredit the movement or the protest. You put on your best smile and your best attitude and you treat people that talk to you with respect. You engage them. You give them in material. You be fair. You're going to get people that don't like you because you're protesting. Whatever the issue is. For me personally, most of the stuff is going to be right of center. Though on occasion, because of the liberty streak, I might side with an occasional Thing left of center. I don't protest everything. I very rarely go out and protest. The last time that I spent any time doing anything was more of a counter protest. I guess I have a few minutes. Let me just say, I went downtown McKinney. There's a statue down there. Some people were offended by it. Some people, I guess, apparently go home at night and think about how bad that statue hurt their feelings. I would be willing to bet the vast, vast majority of people that live in the city of McKinney or visit the city of McKinney have no idea who that man is or what he did for this great state and the county and the city or all the various things he accomplished in his lifetime. All they know is he served in the Confederate Army. (sighs) But I went down there. I sat at the base of the statue. I interacted with plenty of the protesters. Sometimes I was standing, sometimes I was sitting. I never got flustered. I never got upset. I treated them with respect. There are apparently several videos of this floating around on the interweb somewhere showing either myself or other people and what went on down there. And as per my usual um, thought process, you don't go into a fight armed because then every altercation becomes an armed altercation i did rest easy because i'm fairly certain nobody's going to risk prison 
over a statue, especially if somebody's there sitting in the way. And on the slim chance that that may happen, I was fairly certain there were some people close by that would have my back. And even in the event that they weren't, I'm quite confident that God Almighty isn't going to let me go anywhere before it's my time. So, again, that was the plan. I picked the battle, and I knew the limitations. If they started coming at me with bats, that's probably a time to carefully walk away. If somebody was going to get abusive and start screaming and acting the fool, probably a time to step up and try and defuse the situation. But again, you have to plan what are you going to do and what are you willing to do. Don't put yourself in a situation that you're unwilling to face. Simple enough, I know. All right, number four P, participate for change. This builds off the two previous P's, right? And actually the first P. So you want to protect or prioritize your children, pick your battles, plan your protest. Now you're going to participate for change. So what does that mean? Well, it means any number of things. If you are a parent and you are afraid that your children will be utilized for retribution by something that you do, then you want to be very careful how you participate. You might want to stick to sending letters or writing emails, or you might want to make a phone call. If you don't have children that you're overly concerned about, you might want to do things in person. You might want to show up and speak in front of the city council or the school board or the commissioner's court or down in Austin. You might you might want to temper your words a little bit and be respectful, but you can participate that way. You might want to learn how to be a registrar of voting. You want to learn how to be an election judge. These are all things you can do to ensure that we have proper representation. It's participation. And you know what? While we're on it, um, my soon-to-be state representative has said many, many times, if you want to be involved, go to the city council, go to the school district, go to the commissioner's court. They have a bunch of boards and commissions that they're always looking for people to serve on. And volunteer your time there. There's probably at least a dozen boards, both at the county and the city level. And I'm sure there's a few at the school board level. And you got to volunteer your time to do that. Now, if you've been protesting, they're probably not going to be enthusiastic about putting you on a board or a commission. I myself have experienced this firsthand. I could tell that mm, probably at least more than one person was not excited that I was there to volunteer to serve on a board. I was not offended, nor was I upset when I was passed over. In fact, I kind of expected it, but I was treated respectfully when I gave my testimony, and that's all I can ask for. I haven't always been entirely respectful in some of my commentary, but in personal interactions, I am always deferential to the person I'm speaking to, unless, of course, that person crosses some lines, in which case I'll give it back to them. But on a personal level, I don't hate anybody. I want what's best for my city, my county, my school district, my state, my republic of Texas. But again, you have to be willing to participate, but you also need to know your limitations, which is picking your battles, and you got to plan on what exactly you're going to get involved in. Again, these are all building on each other. And the last P, the biggest P that never gets talked about, 
patronize or patronize, if you prefer, your allies. Now, if you know there's a local business that's run by a good conservative or a good Christian, or if you're neither, you know, just somebody that generally is concerned about liberty and that's what you're concerned about, and you know these people are on our team or on your team, you need to be willing to go there. And you don't go there and ask for a discount. You don't go there and demand special favors. No, you go there and you be their best customer. You treat their wait staff or their employees with respect and be favorable to them and you pay them. And if it's good service, you reward the good service. You want them to be happy to see you and you want to keep those people in business. You want to keep those people around. And I don't care if it's a little IT firm or a restaurant or a construction business. If people are your allies, and I'm not talking just that they support you or your mission or whatever, they may support your favorite candidate. They may support your favorite cause. They may just be willing to lend you space on their property. They may just be willing to put a sign up. These are people that we value and we need to patronize, patronize their businesses. We need to let them know that we like the fact that they're involved, that we like the fact that they're supporting us and then they're engaging with their community as a whole and they have similar values. We need to reward them. The leftists do the same thing and they're particularly good about protesting and making people miserable. So we need to be there to step in and counteract that. Now, you may recall a few years ago, they tried that with Chick-fil-A. All that did was drive up more business for Chick-fil-A. I imagine at some point in the future, they may try that with uh, the hamburger place in and out Burger, right? I mean, they have the audacity to print John 3.16 on the bottom of some of their packaging. Ooh, they have the audacity to treat their employees well, but require them to wear a pretty specific uniform. And I got to tell you, other than Chick-fil-A, it's probably the best service I ever get is when I go to In-N-Out. Now, admittedly, it's not very often because, you know, some of us got to watch ourselves and not eat the fast food, even though it's super good. But be that as it may, you need to reward people that do a good job. You need to reward people that have similar values. You need to reward people that stand up for their community. Now, I know... I know there's a temptation. Well, we want to punish those that work against us. We want to run them out of business or we want to make them feel the pain. Well, yeah, I know leftists do that all the time. We're supposed to be a little better than that. But one interesting aside, if you will, is if you have individuals that don't care about liberty, you have individuals that abuse their power that also own businesses, particularly if they're franchises, Those franchisers might be interested to learn about what that franchisee is doing, what a bad owner of that franchise is doing or involved in. I I can think of a number of examples, but it's not my place to say at this time. But if you should find out that, oh, I don't know, somebody's hypothetically owns a restaurant or their family owns a restaurant and they, I don't don't know, support something that's not good for children, you might just want to, I don't know, fire off a letter or something to the company that they, I don't know, are in business with. That company might be um, not real thrilled with that. 
that that company hmm, might just say, well, we have some real concerns here, and if we're going to continue to do business together, you might want to consider not doing what you're currently doing. I'm just saying. If you want to fight fire with fire, if you want to level the playing field, you got to go and politely and nicely inform people of what some people are doing that's just kind of icky. That's bad. I know of one one sort of incident that has occurred in the last couple of weeks where apparently an employee uh, was outed, for lack of a better term, for bad behavior, for, let's say, values and proposing ideas that were mm, anathema to their employer. And while that was brought to the attention of their employer, said employer wasn't necessarily interested in dealing with it because, well, you know, we really don't want to hold our people accountable. Okay. But we did the due diligence. We let them know, hey, this person's not representing you well. You probably ought to consider if you want to continue to have them as an employee. I mean, I know it's kind of icky, but it happens all the time to us. People all the time go after us. I mean, I don't know that I want to dance with the devil in that area, but if it should happen, I'm not going to cry for those people. I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm not even going to advocate that I think it's a good idea per se, but I'm just saying this stuff happens all the time. You need to be aware of it. You need to be cautious of it. You need to make sure you're not just doing this willy-nilly. We don't run around and try and get people fired because we're upset because they don't politically agree with us. We don't run around and say, this person hurt my feelings so they are not worthy. No, that's foolish. That's a bad idea. I don't recommend that. I would rather we spend our time building up our allies. I would rather we spend our time advocating on behalf of our allies, particularly when they own businesses. We want to encourage them. We want to build the team. You know, they always talk about having a parallel society or a parallel economy, something to buffer ourselves from those that would seek to destroy us. And I'm being purposely vague here because, you know, there's a lot of rabbit holes involved here. There's a lot of mm, stuff that people don't want to contemplate it because it makes them uncomfortable or it gets them labeled. I'm going to set all that aside. We know there are certain people that, quite frankly, just don't like us. And they would rather that we, well, die, but short of die, move away. Or are immaterial. Or canceled. Or neutered. Or whatever your personal terminology is. That's okay. But we got to take away the power from them to be able to accomplish that. And the way we do that is by patronage of our people by building up an alternative action well we're closing in on 20 minutes this is the five for friday this was episode 253 it is september the 2nd remember you can help me by subscribing by commenting by sharing or quite frankly By downloading the episodes. It matters. Every little bit matters. 
And if you're feeling so inclined, you can even put in a review. I would love to see it. I, I read my emails. I check my comments. I look at social media. I am interested. If some of you have some, I don't know, ideas for future episodes, I'd be willing to look into those as well. I don't know that uh, there's enough interest at this time, but we're going to go there. Hey, with that, this was According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.